it's really technically called a weed because a weed is a plant out of place. So I think what you have in your backyard is technically a weed and it's a sorghum plant. I am such Jonah, a- you're growing weed right in the middle of town? <laughs> and with that criminal accusation leveled at me from my own friend, it's time to start the show. So that- Am I wrong? Um, Am I wrong? So that was a, a, a clip from earlier. Welcome to Boozy Brunch. This is the one time on Fridays where Stacey and I take a break from our show, which you hear every morning on The Arch, Monday through Friday, 5 to 9. And we just get to relax. Thanks for hearing it, by the way. There, Yes, thank you. And there's no um, there's no FCC regulation here, so we can uh, talk a little more freely, uh, drink a little more freely. It is called Boozy Brunch. Cheers. Hi, Mom. Not that they ever... These cheers sound dumb because we both have like these vacuum-sealed... Vacuum sealed, insulated tumblers so we don't spill. Um, So things that we are going to cover uh, today looking back on the week are those uh, tiny baby squirrels and how we're going to get them back. Uh, Also how terrible of a gardener I am and Mm. I am growing weed. But then also uh, Stacy did choose a wonderful time to call me out in front of tens of thousands of people. And that was live on the radio at 7.55 this morning. So Mm -hmm. a lot to get to. But first, I have been growing corn in my backyard in Soulard. Mm -hmm. Well, I've been trying. Have you though? Every time. Every fucking time. Well, stop saying, like, all my crops and I've been gardening and that sort of thing. I've been growing corn. You've been trying to grow corn and it hasn't really been working out. I will have you know that we had a broccoli and tomato salad from our garden yesterday. You don't even like tomatoes. See? Is that what... That's how good a gardener you are, that you don't even like tomatoes, but if you grow them yourself, they're so good you like them? No, it's more like I ate them out of spite, so I can tell you that I've harvested something and I can be an (laughs) official gardener. But I was very, very happy because my two corn stalks that Mm -hmm. I had that actually started to make two cobs. Like each one had a cob Mm -hmm. forming on its stalk before raccoons found them. Right. Raccoons decimated them. 100% destroyed them, so I had nothing. A week later, however, Coming out of the ground, what and do I see? A corn, a corn stalk. It looks exactly like a corn stalk. The crazy thing is that, like, you've been trying to grow corn for a really long time. So long, in fact, that we were like, how do you know when your corn is ready? And the cliche from the Farmer's Almanac, apparently, Almanac, is knee-high by the 4th of July. I so was- this has been a months-long prog- process, and now, all of a sudden, in... September, a new corn stalk sprouts up. And I thought like, oh, wow, the tassels are forming so early. It's so short. Perhaps mm-hmm. it realizes itself how er- how late it is in the season. So it's just trying catch to up. get its shit together. Or like, oh, no, <laughs> uh, it's September. I better just start making a corn. So I took a photo of it and I mm-hmm. sent it to our friend Matt Helms. He is part of Ella and Ollie Popcorn. They are generations, seven generations long of farmers in Belleville, Illinois. And a lot of right. their corn crop is specifically Popcorn corn. Right. You love popcorn. I'm growing corn. Our interests coincided. We got to visit them the other week. We had an amazing time on their farm. I texted him, maybe because I wanted to get a little rise out of him. Like, hey, check out this little shorty. Is this the smallest corn you've ever found? Mm -hmm. And as we found out, I sent him a picture of the tiniest cob, unsolicited. Mm -hmm. And uh, his response blew both of our minds. And that, that happened yesterday. Seven and a half minutes. This is CNN Breaking News, the Corn News Network. It, it's not, Jonah. We, we have a major issue here. That, that's not a corn plant. We have we have an intruder what in is your backyard. It? Okay. Here, Stacey, this is, this so is the here, photo of, here, of, of what I sent Matt. 
it, it's actually sorghum. So the leaves look like corn. But if you see the head, which is the seeds on there, it's it's not a cob of oh, corn, right? Right. That's actually grain sorghum. And you must have, I don't know how you got your seed. Maybe there was some stray seed that you received. So This we, looks like the most beautiful corn plant you've grown, Jonah. I'm sad it's not even corn. So that's that's the thing. When I texted Matt and he texted me back, first I thought you were just, you know, giving me a little crap like, you know, Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> right. That's not a knife. This is a knife. No. no, you're straight up saying it is actually not a corn plant that I've been watering thinking it was a corn plant for the past seven days. That, that's right. Actually, weed science at the University of Illinois, uh, it's really technically called a weed because a weed is a plant out of place. So I think what you have in your backyard is technically a weed and it's a sorghum plant. I am such Jonah, a- you're growing weed right in the middle of town? <laughs> So, I hear there's some pretty new markets for that. <laughs> well, I better start now since this is how long it takes me to figure stuff out. You've so, heard of popped weed, right, man? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to be growing the thing that goes along with it. I'm, I'm, I'm growing the munchies. I'm not supposed to grow the real thing. I'm such a bad farmer that I've been growing weeds on purpose by accident. <laughs> okay, so I, I'll make a proposal, Jonah, for the 2020 crop. In addition to the electric fence that we're going to supply, okay, we're going to provide you some Ella and Ollie seed that you can plant in your backyard in Soulard. Is that is that allowed? Because I know this is like a proprietary, you know, hereditary corn strand. Well, I think we can work on an arrangement. I am Matt. You are so kind. I am honored. I'm glad I'm sitting down Seriously. right now. Yeah, or it, just it'll a be fun, shrewd, brilliant businessman because he knows he won't actually ever grow any. Hey, <laughs> hey. Okay, so I I accidentally grew one <laughs> stalk of sorghum. Sorghum, S O R G H U M, or some people call it Milo. Um, you know, it can be used. Sometimes people use it like in crackers if people have gluten allergies. Sometimes you'll see sorghum in different crackers and things like that. It's a crop that's mostly grown in Texas, Oklahoma, and Kansas because it actually survives drier conditions better than what corn does. My, uh, see, here's the deal. It probably survived because Jonah wasn't watering his crop. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, it, it, it's thriving in exactly what you're describing, a drier-than-average environment, which is exactly. my garden bed. Oh, gosh. I wonder if I can make one cracker out of my... I, I got Something needs to be produced from this garden this year or else I'm going to be a complete and utter failure. I think so. What if you provide a free squirrel buffet? I've been I've been supplying the, the buffet against my will this entire year. If you can't beat them, join them, Jonah. Oh, God. Exactly. To be honest, not even the squirrels have been messing with this plan. I thought I was oh, getting lucky. I was, I was like, when's the cob going to come? Aww. Never. It's never going to come. Thank you for not only... Yes. Thank you for not only... Sp- not only spinning that for me, but that offer for next year's crop uh, for is a, is a true honor. And if if that can come to pass, I will treat that with such respect that I think we might actually get a corn next year. I think so. This is CNN, the Corn News Network. So that was from the other day, and I will say my sorghum. Now that I know what it is, mm-hmm. great in the new arid environment that I totally purposefully created for it. Obviously you did. I didn't I mean, duh. I didn't consistently forget to water in uh, days in a row Mm-mm. or anything like that. Nope. How are your watermelons? They're interesting. So I do have two watermelon and I had more. Oh, is that the plural? I have two watermelon. Who the... <laughs> to quote many famous rappers, can I live? Can I, can I live? <laughs> I thought you were going to say... 
Sorry, I think something just skipped. I had I had several. Was it you? I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't help it. You just set him up. Until again. <laughs> <laughs> until again, I walked out and there were stupid little teeth marks in my melons. So I mm-hmm. looked that up and a way to fix that is literally to build cages. You use something called hardware cloth. I think is what it's called. And it's not cloth at all, but it's like a a. a a spool of chicken wire, basically. So it's okay. like two and a half feet. It's like a two and a half feet long paper towel roll. But instead of paper towel, you pull off chicken wire. Oh, that's neat. Are you kidding? No, oh, my he, God. Yeah. That's so, a thing. Hard, it's called hardware cloth. I, I think that's the name. So I had that it. That sounds so badass. I cut it with little wire clippers and then you can form like a cylinder and then you have to put another. I thought you meant it was pre perforated and you just ripped them off. Like oh, a roll no. of paper towels. If and you, I was like, oh my God, how do I not own this? If you were Superman, absolutely. No. <laughs> the, it, it, it is 100% not cloth. It is actually, it's basically just chicken mesh wire. Got it. That's rolled up. Okay. And I made these little kind of cylinders with end caps. So you put the watermelon in mm-hmm. and then you kind of close it behind it. So they're growing in these protective cages. Okay. They've slowed down a lot, which makes me worried. Like they used Is it because be- you haven't watered them, do you think? Because it's like watermelon is probably 98% water. I am, they are surviving and I'm trying to water them as much as possible. I'm just worried that the growth has stopped and it has coincided with me putting them in cages. But I can't figure that out because I found out about it like from a farmer's website. Like that's what they do. So may, maybe mm-hmm. it is the watermelon because we were talking to your boyfriend, Joe, who said watermelon are one of the plants, perhaps it's because of its name, that needs a lot of water. Mm. But then I don't know because it's next to the peppers, which he told me did not need water, next to the broccoli, who need like medium water. I'm just turning on my sprinkler for 30 minutes every night and that's it. Mm. So I don't know. However, they're doing fine and they're actually, somehow I am creating a decent enough environment for them because there are two new watermelon growing <gasps> off the little vine. Two problems. Number one, it's mid-September. I'm pretty sure you had to start them back in July. I don't think it'll be warm enough Maybe. for long enough for them. Yeah. Also, I don't have enough cage material, so they will probably be sacrificed to the squirrels. Which That would, you are going to release into your own backyard. Which would only make me happy if it's the squirrels that we've named Lona and Lou. Right. We've been talking mm-hmm. about this a pretty good amount on the show that Amanda, her mom, and I found these two baby squirrels on the sidewalk in Soulard. Mm-hmm. They were so young, the, their eyes weren't even open yet. Oh, my thought, God. Tiny babies. We thought they were straight up dead until you can see a little bit of the movement. Of were you guys like, oh, my God, you guys, he's breathing. We were all staring to try and fight. I think I mentioned this before, but it was I weird. do that in movies when people are dead. Oh, you- I like look to see if I can see them breathing at all. And I can't a lot of the time. And it's very impressive. You can't a lot. You mean so you've caught a corpse breathing before? Yes. Damn. But it was it was still impressive because it was Uma Thurman in a silhouetted like it was silhouetted when, um, not to spoiler alert, but in in um, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Wait, is it Pulp Fiction? I, well, she, no. She's, she's in the Pulp Fiction. It's in... Um, Kill Bill? In the Kill Bill movies when Bill kills the bride, which is her, and she's... Well, she oh, did. but she's not even dead. No, right? she, but she, I could she, still see it. But she was supposed to. They thought she was she, dead. They thought she was dead. But that's she the was, only time I've seen it. She gets shot in the head. It was this in the beginning of the movie. It's, it's super impressive. And then she right goes in that coma for years. Yes. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. Now, yeah, I that was. I'm sorry no, no, that no, I took about, us down it that was road. About looking at something and thinking if it was dead. To to your point and what I think I have repeated, but I'll say it again. 
you look at it and you knew, you kind of knew it was alive, even though you couldn't see a sign of life, which mm-hmm. was weird. I, if I'm completely honest, was hoping that they were dead because that seemed like a lot of work ahead of us, like morally obligated. My God, to help them. So when I was, <laughs> if that, I didn't know you, if I didn't know you, that would be so like. Yeah, I was hoping they up, were huh? dead just because I didn't want to put the work in, and it would be easier for me in my life if they were just dead. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm saying if I'm being completely, honest I understand that with myself. If, I if I'm I being, com- le- if yes. I'm being completely honest, I have actually. This is the worst. Should I say this? I've mm-hmm. only had two sips of my drink. How am I already this loose with my tongue? I've actually thought about. I've thought that with one ex that I had. With a, oh, with a person. With a person, like, do you if know how much could, easier my life would be if, if they, they were just. If they just you didn't even say it. like if he got all of a sudden they reinstated the draft <laughs> and he was the number one number and he had to go nope. to base camp halfway across the world. I was like it would just be if he just. Mm-hmm. All right, so I don't feel bad talking about four week old feral squirrels. I was just trying to make you feel better by admitting one of the worst things I've ever thought in my whole life. <laughs> I, well, I, I was staring at them almost like, come on, don't let me see a sign of life. Mm-hmm. But you could tell that it was animated, but I couldn't tell why until you finally noticed the one part that I guess your lizard brain had noticed. The tiniest little part of their tummy was going up and down, up and down. And I told you unfortunately we actually found three squirrels, Mm -hmm. but the third one again, if you looked at the one that you could hardly tell and then you looked at the third one he he did not make he or she did not make the fall from the tree. It was 100% obvious. We gave him a little squirrel burial but we brought those two. Where? Right next to where we were. We just covered him with a bunch of stuff at the end oh <laughs> back into the light on some, right oh cattle the circle someone. of life this is all to say that we brought them to the wildlife rehabilitation clinic and if you're like i know all this don't worry there's an update coming the update is coming right now because we talked to kim a specialist who has been taking home care of the squirrels and she gave us a miraculous Piece of news that we did not even know was possible. I always have a hard time with their name. Is it the Wildlife Rehabilitation Clinic? Yes. Okay. Hey, I got it. The WRC in in High Ridge, mm-hmm. right in that line of Jefferson County. So this happened uh, when we got to talk to Kim this morning. Hi. As you know, I, I've been very anxious, and I'll use the word um, obnoxious on on being curious. <laughs> On my two little squirrels that we found on the sidewalk in Soulard. And since you're the squirrel specialist who's been looking after them, I I had to annoy you just at least one more time to, to check in on, on how they're doing. They are doing amazing. Um, they are getting bigger every day. And I would uh, think probably within a week I should have them back at the clinic and um, starting to eat regular food. What is regular and- food for a growing squirrel? <laughs> Well, in addition to their formula, which they will stay on for probably at least another three to four weeks, and we start introducing them to different nuts and uh, eventually, you know, different fruit and vegetables also. What's the squirrel's favorite nut? Uh, the pecans. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, they're not big on almonds. They're not big on peanuts, which are not good for them anyway. Um, but they, they seem to really like the pecan. <laughs> and, you know, you always can re-release your squirrels if you wanted to. Like personally? Yeah. <gasps> what, what happens is once they are ready to go, they'll be in what we call a, a nesting box. 
And finders, a lot of times, if it's a safe environment, they will come pick up their box with their squirrels in them, and they will attach them to a tree and release them back wherever they want to put them. Whoa. Jonah! This is this is the closest to the movie Free Willy I'll ever get. <laughs> Free Squirrely! Yeah, go, see, I, a lot of people like to have their babies back. I prefer to release them where people are going to supplement their food for a while because the fact they've been in captivity and they've been given everything they need to survive. So it's a little bit easier if they go back into the wild and have somebody helping them a little. This would be the first time that I would be honored to have squirrels chew on my garden. Oh, hold on. Is it Lona and Lou? They're allowed in. Bring them, (laughs) eat my bell peppers. I don't care. Give them the passcode to your watermelon cage. It's one, two, three, four. Uh, I always tell people you can't pick and choose what wildlife you want to feed. Yep. That's so true. Oh, my gosh. Um, Jonah, I'm serious. When can we come get the squirrel? I'm adding myself onto this. When can we come get the squirrels to re-release them? Well, we'll have to check well, in with the clinic, I guess, once they get back to there. Yeah, once once they're ready, what I will do, if the finder says they want to release it, um, is I will it. contact them and let them know that they're ready. And then whenever we'll set up a time where you can come pick up your box with your squirrels. Well, I would I would like to officially say that I would love to do that. Okay, well, I will mark your chart. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for you. And I promise they won't end up on jet skis like the ones that tour with that uh, <laughs> boat show. That would be great. I'm super excited for this, and it even gives me fantasies of like them being like, oh, I remember him. Like they've imprinted on you, even though their eyes weren't open, they'll smell you or something? Yeah, and then they'll hang out, and they'll, they'll just be my backyard squirrels. What if they bring you like presents, and they leave you like acorns on your, de- on your desk, on your deck? Then I would question if I have already died, and this is the afterlife. Oh. So, I mean, that did happen when I picked them up from the curb, and we've, I think we've talked about this too, but it was- I'm so sorry. I just had a really random idea. Okay, so you know that lady, what's her name? Kim, she takes the photographs of wildlife that you purchase, like you have her llama photo, and then I showed you that little baby pig photo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, do you mind if I look up her name real quick? No, is it Kim Carr? I think so, but I don't want to get it wrong. What if you hire her to come out and take pictures of your squirrels being released? So Kim is a, I I believe I still have her card. Kim is a, a photographer, and she has a wonderful animal series. I've bought two of her photos at different art fairs where we met. We met at the uh, the art fair in Clayton, mm-hmm. and then we went again. Where was the first time I bought her? Okay, her name's Kim Carr, and she's from New Florence, Missouri. So what she does, at least the photos that I bought from her, is she had a photo series on endangered farm animals. And that I didn't Which even, I didn't know was a thing. But like the first photo I bought from her, what country? It was a country in Asia, and it was a milking bull. Which again sounds odd like to me. Like Indonesian milking bull. Right. Or and apparently that species is dwindling and dwindling. So she uh, is doing this photo project and it's also all within, I, I believe, a 30 mile radius of St. Louis. So it's a local photography project about endangered farm animals. And she's an animal lover. And I have an alpaca photo from her and that milking bull photo from her. Mm-hmm. And you actually got to meet her at the, uh, the fair the in the Mosaics Fine Art Festival, which Saint was Charles? in St. Charles. And I 
saw her booth. And so I asked if I could take a picture with her uh, to put on the Arches Facebook page. And she said, yeah. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, my friend purchased one of your photos last year. Now I remember, blah, blah, blah. But I wonder if you could hire her to take pictures of the squirrel release. I wonder if the squirrels would stay still enough to get a non-blurry photo. Those bastards are crazy. They are crazy, but that's why I was thinking of her because she's a like a a wildlife animal professional. I wonder what that difference is because farm animals are docile and wild. Hmm. Hey, it couldn't hurt to ask her. And Kim, if perhaps you are one of the six people who listen to this podcast, uh, you can email either Stacy or Jonah at 1065thearch.com. We can get this whole thing together. I think that squirrels, we talked about this with the other Kim, the squirrel specialist too. Uh, it's weird how things can change when all of a sudden it becomes personal to you. Mm-hmm. I was so mad at squirrels for eating all you of my stuff. You hated them. And then ju- literally on the same day of me cursing their name, all of a sudden I'm flying all around the city buying like, what is it, goat's milk based puppy formula <laughs> so I can try and feed them with a syringe. Aww. Spending like You're four- cute, Jonah. And You're then so sweet. Speeding down the South County when we found the clinic just to get these two little bastards saved. But if they had grown up, and then I found them in my yard, I'd have hated them. Well, that's why I think that's why these sorts of things happen. Big teaching moments. Mm-hmm. Can't we just broaden that lesson for the right. whole world? Yes. Because all squirrels suck, but these two squirrels that I know personally. <laughs> oh, God. Those are the good ones. Okay. But every other mm-hmm. squirrel, mm-hmm. I wouldn't let my garden alone for two seconds. With okay, them. I see where you're going with that. But Lone and Lou. They're okay. They are okay. Oh, I can't wait for the... Re- so You're as, so excited. Well, I, you're the one who... He was like, so when we released them, <laughs> by the way... Mm-hmm. I'm going, but you are 100% invited. I told Thank Amanda you. about it. She's very excited, and I told her that you would also be there, and she is excited for that as well. I mean, I'm if you want me to drive so you can both hold squirrels, I'm okay with it. I Thank you for that. You're uh, welcome. For that offer. Something terrible happened this week when my refrigerator was delivered. Yes. So Something horrifying happened. And this wasn't even the first time that I had a refrigerator <sighs> delivery. I've already been scarred when we mismeasured the whole, like, the space in our kitchen. Well, did you mismeasure, or is there something called... That's when we learned about true fit, which isn't the real measurement, it's and bullshit. so I don't understand. Right. So it said, like, the refrigerator was 30, well, let's say, 32 and a half inches wide, mm-hmm. and our slot was 34. So we're like, oh, great. It got there, and the delivery guy was like, <laughs> I don't know about this. And then I, I look back on the website, and you scroll down, and right, they had another me- measurement. So it's not the 32 and a half inch. That just means whatever Is that part. like the interior measurement, maybe? Oh, sh- maybe. Like how wide it is from inside to inside. Because, right, they had something yeah. called true fit at the bottom, and that was like 36 inches, and I was screwed. This one made it. That wasn't the problem. It was, in fact, a much bigger problem that Stacy immediately agreed with. Yeah. You whacked away from your microphone as if it was poison when I told you. Like, in horror, when you see a dead body, when I told you what happened. The guy should have been fucking fired. The delivery guy peeled off the protective film that was on the front of my refrigerator. I can't even. Now- <laughs> Why would you think... Is there anyone who doesn't like to do that themselves? That, anyone. That is on the top of the list of life's simple joys. It seems on the surface trivial. You get that opportunity to just... Right. 
the smooth release it gives. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It is so satisfying. And apparently, it shouldn't have been shunned. Like, we, according to the refrigerator industry, are in the minority with how we feel. Because our friend and original listener, Landon, gave us a call to fill us in on something that, I, I'll, I'll just speak for me, but I know it's for both of us, was quite honestly shocking. You speak for both of us, yes. I heard your story about your refrigerator. Yes, I got a new fridge delivered to my house in Sular, but the delivery guy, uh, he broke my heart, to be honest. He ripped the protective cover off of the front of the refrigerator. Don't peel the I film. I can barely talk about it. It's it's the best part to peel off that plastic film. Yeah. And I have to say that I am a delivery man for Whirlpool, and I deliver appliances. I'm supposed to. What? What? Don't they know yeah. that's why we buy new appliances? That's the best part. I know, but that's part of our job that we get paid for. After we get it in and we know that there's no scratches on it, we peel that off. It's like a present for you. It's like, da-da, there you go. It's all brand new in, in your spot for you. Well, may I then ask, if you are going to peel the very satisfying film off the front, can you then take off all that dumb tape and styrofoam that's jammed on the inside <laughs> that keeps all the shelves from shifting? Because that took me a good 15 minutes, and that did not have the satisfying feeling. Wow. I was picking out little balls of styrofoam. Well, then you know what? You didn't get our delivery service because we do everything. We take everything out, the styrofoam and everything, when we deliver it to you outside. And then we take it inside the house and we peel the wrapping off on the the outside of the refrigerator. You guys even take out the trash? We take out the trash and everything. We take the boxes with us and everything. Do I have to order a third refrigerator now? Yes. (laughs) uh, I I, I did not order a Whirlpool. Uh, That is clear, apparently. Yeah, no, we give A1 white glove satisfaction. I mean... Now, I will say, I, I like the guys. They're very nice, and they were able to install it, and my water line and everything was great. The only complaint I had was that they peeled off that thing, but now that I'm realizing, I could have upgraded to you guys. Yeah, I mean, we would we gave, gave you the white glove service, but I mean, and don't worry about the tip either. I have a lot of customers that don't tip us, and it's all right. I mean... Yeah, I mean, you might have 30 flights of steps that we have to go up with a refrigerator, <laughs> but we understand completely. And we get some people that offer us, like, Gatorade or bottles of water. I did send them home with six bottles of Gatorade. Well, there you go. That's the tip that they got. I mean, Gatorade's, what, $5 almost for <laughs> Hey, thanks. Pack? I'll take it. I'll take it. So, I mean, we'll take it, too. So I used to work at a place called Hot Cookies, and I got <laughs> sick. I got sick. I just, I'm so glad I, I was about to take a sip of coffee while you were saying that, and I don't know why that name tickles me so much. We baked fresh cookies and sold them, and we also supplied the ice rink with their cookies. And I got sick of cookies, which I never thought could happen. Do you ever get sick of peeling that protective plastic off of appliances? I get the satisfaction of doing it. I love the ripping part because people run into the kitchen real quick and they go, what, did, what happened? I'm like, nothing, just tearing the plastic off your refrigerator. Like, oh, okay. That mean, That's a man who enjoys his job, Stacey. Yes. He, he, still, he still appreciates the little things. Exactly. I, I, I do. I, I do. I really do. And I just want to say also, thank you again for the shirt. I wear it every Friday to work. Oh, that's so awesome. Landon, thank you so much for calling. And um, in right, 15 years when I need a new refrigerator, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> whirlpool. whirlpool. Have a great day, guys. I don't know about you, but that doesn't that doesn't make it better. I I can't be mad because Landon's so sweet, but he's 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 a great guy. It's also like he says, you know, it's like 
unwrapping a present. And it's like, yeah, exactly. I want to unwrap. Like, I don't want you to give me a present and you unwrap it and then go, here's your present. I want to unwrap it. Right. Finish that sentence, Landon, because it's because it's 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 well, I I can't restate what you said more perfectly. It's exactly that. It's what it's yours. Right. You're not a two year old going to someone else's birthday. Mine. Mine. I think they should mine. ask. I think they should say, we can remove the protective film if you like. And some people would be like, don't you touch it. And some people would be like, yes, please take it with you. I will say the one kind of silver lining was it wasn't the smooth cling film. It was like, it's specifically to make sure that the refrigerator doesn't get damaged. So it was like shrink wrap? Like when I was in the other room and it, yeah, it sounded like when you're tearing off a long piece of duct tape. Like, rah, rah, ow, 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 mm-hmm. Which is not as satisfying because I know you got to put force behind it and just smoothly removing it is like, it's like skiing down a fresh hill of snow. Just. Oh, that's so good. I'm like calm thinking about it. Right. I'm calm and relaxed thinking about the satisfaction of smoothly peeling off protective cover. But I will say that uh, the refrigerator works. Mm -hmm. Food is frozen for the first time. Since I had the house over a year ago when That's we had awesome. the old refrigerator. It is awesome, except, and I know that you're going to push back and you don't let me say this, but I'm going to say it anyways. The freezer is too good for two reasons. Number one. Turn it down. For what? Or up, whatever. <laughs> Turn down for what? My, I had raspberries mm-hmm. and the other freezer sucked so bad that it literally was just getting like raspberry slushy inside the bag like they had melted together and they were very very cold and kind of ice crystally but they were you could mush them and my hand looked like i committed a murder every time i remember when you offered to put raspberries in my pancakes and i said no that's why because they didn't even it didn't even freeze them all the way (laughs) they would have been a puree however they were in a puree and they are frozen Solid, and mm-hmm. when I mean frozen solid, I mean it's like almost a perfect square because they got smushed together. I was banging it with a hammer. Oh my god! On my countertop this Turn morning. Turn up the freezer temperature. And nothing. I need to just. Dist- but then what happens there? Everything else. And okay, and there's, there's another problem that can also be solved with what you said. But I'm going to ignore that. You just gave me a okay. really good solution more than once because you are going <laughs> to relate to this. Mm-hmm. It freezes so well that. The cauliflower pizzas from Costco that we both know and love. Ah, oh, they're so good. They are so frozen. They are mm-hmm. so cold mm-hmm. that when I put them in the oven, the crust burns dark brown to black before the center of the cheese is even melted because of the temperature difference. Is I used to have any... floppy disks. When right. I, I used to have an ED suffering mm-hmm. pizza because of the old refrigerator. I would pull it out of the freezer and it would just... Is there anything you can think of that might... Rectify that problem? The only thing I can personally think of is if I make the temperature go up in the freezer, but oh. I'm not sure if I want to go that direction yet. Huh. I mean, that's a good idea. I'm so oh, glad you thought of it. Maybe explore that, you know, if you want to. Um, uh, I will, as a friend, offer my services if you ever do need advice, because I am I'm pretty good, like, Thanks. 360 thinker. Yeah, a 360 the, thinker. On that kind of thing. Okay. You think full circle. That's cool. There was, there was one more thing I believe I was going to complain about with the fridge, and I, I think I'm just going to... Just going to leave that there because mm-hmm. there was one final thing I did need to talk to you about, and that was um, your biceps, your big mouth. What <laughs> on the radio? What about it? Uh, well, I um, I I didn't I didn't even want to mention that I. Have- 
paint your house because I didn't want to sound like the person that was like saying touting their own good deeds because I didn't think twice about and I would mm-hmm. easily do. I know you're such a good friend and I do appreciate your help and your girlfriend Amanda's help. You guys came over, you primered uh, the this gigantic room. Yeah, you got to figure out a better way to say that, right? Every time Stacey told me I went over to help, like, yes, he came over and he did one whole room. And when you say those words together, it sounds very trivial. Well, the thing is that there is like... There's trim. There are high ceilings and extra trim. Because of that, by the way, I made sure my paint roller touched at least two rooms yesterday. Yes. I didn't mean to. um, What's the word I want? Like negate your help. See, that's the problem. I thought that we were friends. And first, you're not giving me advice on the fridge. You're just talking Uh crap about the room. But this is the point. We did take a celebratory photo together as friends. Mm -hmm. And then... On the radio there this morning. There were three pictures taken. You don't need to defend yourself yet. I, I have nothing to defend. The evidence will You sp- do. The evidence will speak for itself. This is uh, what uh, Stacey, uh, well, I'm just going to say uh, ambushed with me this morning. Ambushed me with, yeah, this morning. When you're talking smack, it's always better if you mess it up. Your house in Maryland Heights, as of yesterday at 3.30 p.m., is 100% completely painted. Well... It is 100% completely painted, but there is still trim work to be done. And you like crazy animals detail. are going to do the trim work? Well, we're not going to paint the trim white, but we are going to like, because it's still drying. And so it's like, oh, that orange that it used to be is peeking through here. So it's like detail work. I tried to give you an out just there. All you had to say was, yes, it's done. Yes, and I'd it's get totally off done. I don't have to be on the ladder. Now Amanda and I have been invited to your house tomorrow, and we're going to have to do a detailed inspection. Stacy, I thought this was finished. That was the whole point of me going over yesterday. You did finish a lot of it, but there's still like trim work and stuff to be done. But I want to talk to you more about the picture you posted. My boyfriend took a picture of us painting yesterday. Yes, we did. It's on the Arches Facebook page. He actually took three pictures of us painting with your phone. Uh-huh. And I know that the person who owns the phone is going to pick the picture that gets posted. But there was a super cute picture of me, but your arm wasn't flexed. And you (laughs) picked the one to post with your arm flexed and your gigantic bicep bulging out all over the place. Like, you can't even see the paint or anything because your bicep is so big. Number one... You said you were going to post the other one with me looking sassy. And I was like, cool. And in my mind, I was like, I can't believe he's actually picking the one where I look cuter, but his muscle isn't flexed. <laughs> Number one, you cannot prove I was flexing during that photo. Number two. All you have to do is look and see how big your muscle is. <laughs> Number two. I, Are you trying to say that that's your unflexed muscle I, right there? No, what I'm trying to say is I know that we had a discussion about which one of the photos to post. Mm-hmm. And the one, the other one, you, you look sassy. But the one that I posted, I think you showed look, off your you muscles. Look, you look super nice. You look very cute. It's a very nice photo. You have a very nice, genuine smile. That's super sweet. The other I, one's way cuter. I didn't want to do what I did uh, uh, unilaterally. So when I was posting the photo, I was sitting next to Amanda in that her house in Sular, any sense. And I said, hey, look at these photos. Uh-huh. This is cute. And she goes, oh, those are cute. And I said, mm-hmm. which one uh, do you like? And she said, oh, that fo- Stacy looks so cute in that photo. That one. How can so I be I mad said, at you when you tell me that? So I said, oh, I guess I'm going to have to post that one. Let me ask you this. Did you notice that that was the one with your muscle flexed when you were posting? Were you like, oh, Stacy looks so nice. And my muscle, look at this thing. So did I tell you that um, the weather this weekend is going to be? You. Did you hear about the Cardinals? They won last night. 
are you saying you're going to wear a tank top over the weekend because it's going to be hot and welcome to the gun show? I mean, <laughs> why did you steal my diary? Uh, photos on Facebook, 1065 The Arch. <laughs> photos of Jonah's muscles <laughs> on I, Facebook, I, I, 1065 The Arch. Not I'm my cho- Jonah. Not my choice. Not my choice. It was out of my hands. <laughs> So tell me why I walked out of the studio and passed the front desk earlier and someone said, Hey, Jonah, can't stop flexing, huh? Because you were flexing in the picture. What do you mean, tell you why? You use (laughs) muscles to lift things. Uh Uh-huh. And I happen to be lifting a seven-foot paint roller pole Mm -hmm. with paint on the end to get the roof area, which... Right. My friend Stacy, who I was helping, mm-hmm. could not reach without getting on a ladder of which she is deathly afraid. No one is saying that you are wrong. Oh, cool. All right. So but with that, we're going to end. everyone is saying that you chose that photo specifically the, um, because it showed your gigantic bulging bicep. How big is your bicep? Is it like 21 inches? No. How big is it? It peaked at... Huh. That's a weightlifting pun right there by accident. Uh, it peaked? Uh, 18. 18. 18 inches. How big do you think my bicep is? Well, I mean, if you really want to get technical, the bicep's only on the top and the tricep's on the bottom, so you have to use both. How much do you think my arm measurement there is? There we go. Uh, 12? What about now when I'm flexing? 15? Minimum. Between 15 and 21 for sure. <laughs> For sure. Uh, so uh, those photos are on Facebook, and you can see Stacy's uh, brand new gorgeous gray walls. Yes, and you can see Jonah's Num- gigantic. Yep. Fine, never mind. Take back the cheers. Uh, hey, what are friends for other than to brag for you so that you don't seem like a stuck-up jerk? Oh, that's bragging? That for somebody? Saying your muscles are gigantic? Oh, is that what you were saying? It yes. sounded like you were saying I ignored friends' wishes and was too vain to hear anyone else uh, suggest anything. That's just a, in the background. If it's Amanda layers, had picked yourself, if I showed them to Amanda, which I didn't, she picked the sassy one, mm-hmm. I would have posted the sassy one. Okay, so I should be mad at Amanda. She was the tiebreaker. I'm just kidding. <laughs> she was the tie. She was the unwitting tiebreaker. It is a thing, though. If you if you don't take the picture, it's not on your phone. You you lose your ability to choose. You look lovely. The proof's on Facebook. Have a great <laughs> weekend. Not that I won't see you. A, a man and I are coming over. Oh, to see. your muscles are flexing so big. You just I'm picked done. up your I'm thermos. I am <laughs> wearing a turtleneck sweater when we come over for game night tomorrow. <laughs> You're gonna look amazing. All right, uh, 1065thearch.com if you want to hear anything don't more from the show. Don't be mad. Are you really mad at me? I don't really want you to be mad. Did you hear something? I'm I just giving you a little, a little bit of a hard time. Cheers. I thought you liked hard times because your muscles are hard. All right, that was the last <laughs> chance. That was the last chance. Adios, former amigo. <laughs> Aww.